Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, blue Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back with a new podcast. The Super Bowl is over. It's time to start the brand new season, 2020 Lions Super Bowl. Um, This is Big Z. And on the podcast today, we got the rest of the crew. Um, and we're going to be doing a three-round mock draft. That means the first three picks that we think the Lions are going to take in the draft. The Lions have a first, a second, and a third-round pick. Nothing more, nothing less. In the first three rounds, at least. Unless there's a trade. You never know. And we might discuss that on the pod. Um, we're also going to react to these Matt Stafford rumors. Uh, the kind of how ridiculous they are. So uh, we're going to touch on that as well. And just a little teaser. UJ might have a special announcement of breaking news at the end Uh, we'll get to that on the pod as well want to thank everybody for listening lions super bowl 2020 we really believe it we're drinking the blue kool-aid hard again Uh, 2019 is in the rearview mirror it is time to get the season going and now it's really time to get going on the pod is drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast made by lifelong Lions fans, UJ. I've been really drinking a lot of Kool-Aid tonight. Special brand of Kool-Aid called Weller. Bob. It's hard to find any little losses here. Stafford, <laughs> regular season MVP. Rudd Dog. We're going to just be that team that yeah. just can flow like water and adapt to any team. The new dynasty is born. And Connor. Gotta be Stafford. Now with the two tight end sets that I'm so excited about, I see it all clicking. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. Forward down the field. One pride. Get your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. Hey, blue Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back. Um, It's been a couple weeks since uh, UJ and I uh, did a podcast a couple weeks ago. Just react to the... Super Bowl and things of that nature. But now uh, we got more of the crew back here, and we're ready for the full offseason. Um, some some in the past have called it the Lions Super Bowl, you know, the time for the draft. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. But we got UJ, we got Red hey. Dog, and we got Bob here. Yo. And we're ready to talk. This, the, you know, this is a brand-new season. The, the 2020 season is underway right now. So it's technically not the end of the league year yet until the middle of March, but it, it's the it's the beginning of the new season right now. Everything that happened in the past, uh, you know, the past 50-plus years of Lions football in the Super Bowl era, it's it's in the past. (laughs) We look forward uh, on this podcast. And what we're going to be doing today is doing a way too early. uh, You know, the draft isn't until late April, April 28th, I believe. It's it's February 13th we're recording this on. Uh, It's way too early 
they haven't had that combine yet, individual workouts, but a way too early three-round mock draft. So pretty much guessing who we're going to take in the first, second, and third round since the Lions have yeah, one I, pick in each of those. It's like way too early, man. This is awesome. I love it. Yeah, perfect. I mean, mock drafts are all over the place on the internet now. Uh, so it, it's, it's really just ramping up in the high gear in a lot of ways. And it, it's all – Oh, yeah. R- ridiculousness to a certain extent, but it's it's so much fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's part yeah, of exactly. It's fun. I mean, baby. It's so weird why the NFL the NFL draft more than any other sport is uh, is just so con- just addicting to predict. I don't know. Is it just, is it because we love the sport so much, or like you know, yeah. I don't, nobody I mean, slaves over like an NBA one, or maybe just because there's so many players. We all love the Lions so much, but we watch them very little compared to how much we talk about them because we talk about them all the time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the actual game to talk ratio is way out of whack. You know, maybe that's it. Football's the best sport, therefore its draft has the most yeah. impact. I think I think another aspect of it too, though, is that uh, you know college football is wildly popular, and we know a lot of these players that are coming through. Un- unlike you know. I, I think college basketball is not as popular and definitely not, you know, hockey or any of the other sports. Uh, so it, we know these players, and it's going to be exciting to pick them. But before we get into that, I want to get to some news that was uh, that came out today, actually, and it's February 13th. This morning, there's a report by a local Detroit, uh, I think some guy named Bernie something, uh, where they, there was a report out there floating around that the Lions were uh, seriously considering uh, – or and, listening to offers for Stafford. This is complete ridiculous nonsense. Uh, and, you know, on here we call it applesauce or bullshit. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. Bob Quinn had to text Dave Forget to get out word that it's completely 100% false. Uh, I, I mean, yes. I, I want you guys to react to this. But I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, that that's my what? opinion. Ridiculous. Well, this could be just a clever ruse, you know, to get people thinking that we might be thinking about a quarterback in the draft, you know. I, I don't know. This could be a little play acting going on here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hope oh. it creates some interest at the top of the draft. People thinking that maybe we'll take Tua and they have to trade up. Because I'll tell you what, if Washington gets trades that second pick, that ball was chasing right in our lap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it would be pretty awesome, too. So Whether intentional yeah. or not, it's functioning as that. It's. It, more people think we might do it. Better yeah. chances that it makes someone get a little itchy trigger finger to jump us in the draft. And I think uh, UJ, what were you saying? You, that you you might have some breaking news about a possible Lions trade, right? I do. Yeah, I thought I thought that you were saying before we hopped on the podcast <laughs> yeah. here that you had you had some unnamed sources um, that Hold you know on. even the top media can't verify. What I'm if, gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna come to that later in the in the podcast. Here. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We got yeah. yeah we got to keep the listeners engaged all the way to the end, right? So a nice teaser. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Stay tuned. We don't have advertisers, but yeah. they would really appreciate that. Like halfway through, uh, being able to get their ad read, but we don't have advertisers. The, so we'll uh, take them on. Let me just. I'm gonna say one thing about the Stafford thing. Um, it's obviously ridiculous, and uh, what Quinn said, it's 100% bullshit. I think is was his text, but. Uh, it would be a $32 million cap hit if they did trade yeah. this year, which would be insane. Yeah, it's absurd. There's no way, no way they're going to do that. I think he's a 
33 right now, and it'd be 32 if he was to get yeah. traded. Yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah. even beneficial to trade him from a financial perspective. We better hurry up and get rid of our elite quarterback to take a huge financial hit. Yeah. Makes total sense. <laughs> Logic is sound. Yeah, well, I mean, it, hey, but at least the Lions, you know, were in the national conversation this morning. That was cool. That's yeah. true. <laughs> but just in a purely emotional take, I mean, Stafford's my favorite player since Barry, and I mean, going way back. And I just want to see him take us there to the promised land. He's the most exciting player. I've been going back last couple of weeks watching uh, Stafford uh, videos on YouTube and stuff, and the guy still has the best arm I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I mean, I don't care what you say about Aaron Rodgers and, you know, some of those guys have won more games and things, but his arm is just magical. I mean, he, he, he's this perfect spiral. He throws these darts just on a dime. Uh, unbelievable. Throughout his whole career, there's so many great highlights. Is that your catharsis after a long day of work? You're like, oh, man, honey, I had a tough day. I'm going to put on some Stafford highlight tapes. Well, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> I, that throw, the throw he made against the Chiefs uh, over the middle between the four defenders is just incredible, especially from the uh, other end zone view, where it, like That's, the ball just completely yeah. disappears and somehow gets in. Uh, I think it was God. Yeah, absolutely right? amazing. Yeah, ridiculous. So many anyway, I just don't want to see Stafford get traded, even though a lot of no, people. No, he's like not. To... He's not. Yeah, it's, it's nonsense. I don't see the incentive, even if like it was realistic. It would have to be so astronomical. I doubt anyone's going to do give us what we would need. I'm surprised it yes. wasn't Carlos Monterez that came up with this or something. You know, one of the real <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, Monterez wrote an article recently, a very positive article. What? Uh, I swear to God, we're, we're getting that through to this him. Team, this team has a chance to really turn it around this year. He says, "Why the Lions?" can turn this whole thing around in one year. Like, I, like who wrote this thing? Who was monitoring yeah. it? Like, whoa, what did he been smoking, man? It's he's great. The Kool-Aid. Yeah. He's been listening <laughs> he must be listening to the podcast, I think. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want to give him a little credit for writing a positive article. <laughs> yeah, positive yeah. reinforcement. All right. Yeah, right. So I want to get into it here. So the draft um, – you know, as I mentioned, the Lions have a the third overall pick. Uh, then they have a second, early second round pick, and an early third round pick. So a lot of top tier talent, hopefully coming our way. Um, before we get to our pick at number three, do we have any guesses as to who will go one, two? Burrow, obviously, is everybody everybody Joe Burrow? Hey, Joe Burrow's gonna go number one. Number one. But do we Joe really Burrow's definitely. I mean, it'd be just utterly. It'd be the biggest shock in any draft, I think, if uh, that they didn't take him. Yeah. Yeah. They took Tua instead. <laughs> well, some people yeah, are trying to say that, but this, this no. uh, it's like harkens back to uh, when Stafford was coming out and they were talking about Sanchez. Which one's really better, Sanchez or Stafford? Like, come on. Hey, it even close. All I'm saying is <laughs> before this season, before this season, Tua would have gone over Burrow hands down. You know, he had one yeah. outstanding year. You know, they might well, be may- maybe, though. That's only a maybe because, I mean, Burroughs had just a, a year from the most unbelievable season. You can argue he had the best college court season by any college quarterback in history. Of that's NCAA. my point, though. But before that, he wasn't even, like, projected in the top quarterbacks to go. So, I mean, that's all I'm saying. It was – it, you know, teams feel like he might be a flash in yeah. the pan. I doubt he is. Some people said Tua might have gone number one in this draft if he didn't get hurt. He probably would have gone number one if Burrow didn't play the season he had. 
I mean, still. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I see, more... if you're talking about the best season, you're forgetting Shea Patterson from Michigan this oh, year. Oh, no, forget Jesus. it. No. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. I think he got his ass chewed out too by Patricia on that Senior Bowl week. So <laughs> he did. That was fun to see. The, the, operative, sure coming. the operative word there is forgot about the season. Yeah. <laughs> um, at number two, I mean, it's it's the Redskins. Are we on this podcast going to assume that they are taking Chase Young? Keep the pick. Chase I mean, well, this is going to lead right into our picks. So yeah, so let's let's go, let's go into our picks because it'll go into that question as well. So I guess we'll okay. start with uh, we'll start we'll start with you, Bob. Uh, I want to see who do you think the Lions are going to take as the third overall pick start. in this draft, or what they will do with it. Maybe they won't take somebody third overall. Well, I'll tell you what I, I think they're going to do when they uh, I'm, if it plays out and nobody trade if, if the Redskins draft Chase Young. I'm sure the Lions will try to deal the pick, ideally, you know, like so we can move down a few slots and get some more picks. But if they stay there, I know it's high to pick him, and a lot of people have him slotted though. Is that I think they're going to take Jeff Okuda, the cornerback from Ohio State. And the reason I think that would be a good pick for them is because they need an impact player. Like this, this guy could be a potential All Pro, and uh, they they can't miss on this pick. And I, I think. Uh, we need somebody who's going to be going to Pro Bowls and uh, all pro, um, not just yeah. another solid player. Uh, so he, I think yeah. at that high, that high a pick, you want an impact guy, and I think he'd be it. So, but ideally, yep. you, you would trade back to the Dolphins or something and still get Okuda and, and another pick. But yeah, but if we're if we're just ending up there and they, if it goes, uh, well, um, Burrow, Chase Young, and Okuda, hopefully uh, the Redskins could trade would be fine too. Chase Young landed with us. I would love that. But I yeah, uh, so. I, I love ok- Okuda's awesome. Uh, his stats in college are ridiculous uh, in terms of the amount of yards that he gave up. I think it was, I think, less than forty-five against everybody that went against him this year. Uh, it and that's just in, in single in single coverage. At he least. only gave uh, up like one touchdown too. Yeah, he, I mean, his numbers are ridiculous uh, for the college level. And I think he could actually Six, make one, some impact as a rookie. I know yeah. it's a tough uh, transition, but I think he could. And Ohio State's had some – I mean, they have a track record with cornerback. Denzel Ward came out and mm-hmm. was a, a, a rookie. I think he was defensive rookie of the year for the Browns. Yeah. I mean, they got some guys who've come out of that program who've proven – Not a lot of quarterbacks struggle early, but the top top tier ones usually play pretty well, I'd say. Like Jalen Ramsey like in his struggle. rookie year was really good. He was an all-pro. So I mean, the, the, and they, he was a. And top he's getting player. a lot of comps to Jalen Ramsey from some of these uh, prognosticators out there, yeah. these analysts. Well, those guys yeah. usually have an elite skill set that separates them from everyone else. They usually have this top speed and size to begin with, and displayed good fundamentals in the college level. So, yeah, I mean, when you're just that. And if we do team. re-sign Slay, you know, if we keep Ooh. Slay, you know, don't trade him. That would be a sweet pairing there with Hell those two guys. Yeah, and I, before we get the re- the rest of the first round picks, do we think uh, the Lions? I know we've talked about this already several times, and now we're getting closer to that decision time for the Lions. Do we expect uh, a Darius Slay trade, or is he going to be on the Lions in twenty twenty? I say keep him. 
even if you if you. No, I'm not saying you, what do you think. I'm saying what will we do? What did you? What do you guess? I think their best case scenario is you have him on the team this year. I mean, oh no, best case scenario is they extend him. Second best is they just keep him for the final year of his contract before he hits free agency. Uh, I don't think you're going to get the value for him to win this year, to help this team win this year. So I think they're going to keep him. I just want to say, Josh Norman signed a five-year, $75 million contract. That's the second highest in the league. And he sucks. Uh, Darius Slay yeah. is going to ask for a lot more than that. Um, the Lions aren't going to get yeah. it to him. They're not going to get it to him. It, it would seem out of I character really. for Bob Quinn, but uh, but maybe it would be in character because the one thing the Patriots do sign is defensive backs at high prices. If they if they spend money on anything, it's that. So for sure to get a they already gave down. Justin Coleman yeah. a boatload of money at a, a like he's Justin Coleman's way overpaid compared to the rest of the league at a, at his position for the slot corner. I wouldn't be mad if we, but he he is a little yeah. older though, so that does factor into it. Isn't he already thirty? Yeah, thirty-one or something like that. So I mean, I don't know if they're gonna give him a monster contract. If I had to guess, you... I would say that the Lions are gonna trade him. Okay. I yeah, I, I, yeah. I lean toward what you're saying, Z. Uh, I think they're gonna. Either way, he's gonna play this year. I don't think he'll sit because. Uh, well, then we're not gonna trade. Uh, him, what you're saying. It's too risky. It's too risky for him to sit uh, in a contract year. I think. He... You know what I fear. I, I fear that Darius Slay ends up on the Cowboys somehow, and that they, I could just totally see that scenario. Happening. I don't think we're gonna trade him. I think he's gonna. Why would you fear that contract? I did, I could see him playing really well on the Cowboys. That's all I'm saying. Oh, the Cowboys <laughs> yeah. aren't gonna win with them or without him. But uh, I I think uh, yeah I heard I don't know if you guys heard Dave Burkett today. He was talking about this very subject, and uh, he thinks that they will end up trading him. But he said if they did end up paying him 17 million. It'll kind of end up being a similar range that he's at now because there's going to be other big contracts behind him. Like Jalen Ramsey's going to be making like 20 mm-hmm. or whatever. So I think it'd be worth it. I hope they do keep him myself. Yeah. I, like, I hope they do too. I, I really do. So you guys don't I think there's any possibility he plays this year on his final year of his contract? I think there's no a possibility of that. Or no trade? I think I, I, don't think, I think he holds out. He might hold out and big, make a big deal before the season. Though, so they're not going to give him away, all right? They're going to try if they're going to trade him, they're going to get something for him. So, but they're not going to get uh, as much as you think. I think because not, any team that's trading for him knows they're going to have to pay him a lot of money, which lessens his value. So maybe a third round pick. And they're not going to be able to replace his value on the roster with that trade. I think they. I think he plays out his contract year and he plays hard to get a. To get a big free agency score, the problem is the Lions. Uh, you know, if, if the only way I think they trade Slay is if they know they can get Okuda, because otherwise they 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 have, they're out two cornerbacks essentially. Well, what happens yeah, yeah. if Chase Young falls in your lap and you're sitting there and you take him instead of Okuda? Now you don't have a, a, t- a number. Well, they're gonna have to have a plan. They're gonna have to go sign a free agent. Because free agency happens before the draft. I just don't think you plan on drafting a guy because the draft is too volatile to bank on. I don't think that's your number one plan A anyways. But I know, but they're going to have to have some sort of plan. Uh, oh, absolutely. And free agency yeah, might – Red Dog, if they do get Chase Young, that's going to help all the defensive backs. Oh, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, <laughs> it's also going to suck. But, yeah. Did, drop off in talent. So, UJ or Red Dog, did you have us taking Okuda third overall as your prediction? No. Uh no. Okay, Who's so next? let's let's go to uh let's go to you, Rod Dog. 
What do you think is going to happen with the Lions in the first round, I guess? I just have a gut feeling right now that things are going to work out in a really nice way for the Lions, and we're going to be sitting there at three, and Chase Young is going to fall into our lap. Whether I, I think it's weird to me that or we take a tight end, yeah, I'm just or kidding. we take a, <laughs> yeah, a tight end who could be pad in the second round. No, uh, I I just think that uh, for one, I don't understand why everyone's just assuming the Redskins aren't going to take quarterback. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is not like too many teams w- who are in the top of the draft that don't like it's p- teams are turning over quarterbacks a lot faster these days. Like I was talking to UJ like this, he put. These guys, like Josh Rosen, like they have their guy, and then they're like, well, they got a chance at a better guy, so they take a shot at him. They're gonna, if, if they want to get out of the dregs, they need a better quarterback than Dwayne Haskins, and I feel like they should know that. I do, but Dwayne Haskins was playing pretty good down the stretch last year. What's pretty good? He didn't play good against us, but he got a way better after that. What's way better? I mean, like completing seventy percent of his passes and winning a couple. Yeah, games. you're talking about the last game and a half, something like that. No, I'm talking about the last three like games. Like last half season. a season. Either way, yeah. he only he only started the last like I five. I think something games. happens here. I think I have a feeling they're gonna they're gonna get the chance to trade out of that pick because the people are gonna want to jump in front of us with all this hype, and just to ensure that they get a shot at Tua. I, if it's not the Redskins, I think the Dolphins do it or someone else. And I just have a feeling Chase Young's gonna be sitting there at three for us to take. But it, let's just say, besides that, my next go-to default would be. Uh, I got to go with, as much as I like Akuda, I think Isaiah Simmons is a truly special player, and that's who I would pick. I think he's going to, he could be a total game changer. Guy had uh, elite numbers in three different areas of the field in college, whether it was cornerback, safety, or linebacker. I think he would, I think he's, I don't know why he's being overlooked by everybody at this stage of the process, but. I mean, I know Okuda is a prototypical number one cornerback, but I think Isaiah Simmons is a truly special player and t- unique. I don't, I don't think he's been overlooked. I think yeah, he's I wouldn't been say in he's been conversation a lot. He's definitely in the top five conversation. Well, I just don't see why. I don't see why he doesn't he like. But it usually starts at like five for him. I don't see why. He, like they're projecting him to run in the four threes at six four, like two three thirty or two thirty. I've seen him to and the Giants at four in a lot of mock drafts. Too. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Anyway, I I just think, I think he could be. I would t- I would take him over. So, what's your that. actual prediction? I said it was Chase Young. Okay, just making sure. Um, all right. Ooh. How about you, UJ? All right. Uh, I think we're gonna get Chase Young because I think the Redskins are either gonna take a quarterback or they're gonna trade the pick. And uh, Chase Young's going to fall in our lap, so it'll be a no-brainer just to take him there. If, for chance, though, that didn't work out, uh, I got to agree with uh, Red Dog in this one. I, I, I'm liking Isaiah Simmons. I think that long-term, he'd have a bigger impact than uh, Okuda. I could be totally wrong about that, but I could just see this guy. Over the, our linebackers, I don't think the weakness in our linebacking gets talked about enough. And if we can improve our front seven, the uh, the back, the, you know, the the defensive backs are going to improve by default, and uh, I think we get—I think we got more value picking a guy like Simmons there. So, but I'm going to go with Chase Young as my pick, though. I think we're going to get him. I think uh, Redskins are going to trade or take a quarterback. That would be sweet. Yeah, and I'm actually going to agree with Rudd Dog and UJ. I—I'm also thinking Chase Young falls the Lions at three. Um, the Redskins have a have three uh, former first rounders on their D line. Two of which are going to have to pay in a couple of years, a lot of money, assuming that they keep playing out. That's Jonathan Allen and Montez Sweat. Both are uh, pretty good players. Montez Sweat 
uh, you know, so-so right now, but he's on the up and up. Um, Ryan Kerrigan also is on their line that they pay a lot. That's a lot to go to the D-line. Um, if they get Chase Young, that's another guy they might have to pay in the future, and they'll pay all those guys at one time. Uh, I think that might be a slight factor into it. Not that you, I mean, I mean that'd be a good problem for them to have to have pay them all a lot of money because that means they're playing. Um, but another thing, uh, you know, Dwayne Haskins, I think they like a lot. There's no there's no indication that they are looking for another quarterback, unlike the Josh Rosen situation where we we all knew uh, the Cardinals were not a big fan of him and looking to get rid of him immediately. There's been no indication of that whatsoever. And there is a lot of buzz out there that the Redskins are, you know, actively looking to uh, trade back. Now, I mean, that could be any rumors. Like, this is a way too early mock draft, right? So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, rumors just fly everywhere. Like the Stafford one that we heard today, for instance. Uh, you know, just things are all crazy. People, you know, throwing things out there. But I really do believe that Chase Young is going to fall to us at three because I think – Somebody's going to really like, you know, to, the fact that Tua looks like he's going to be healthy and ready in March to start practicing is really encouraging mm-hmm. um, in terms of a team wanting to trade up for him. The Dolphins or, or other, other teams can't wait for the third pick. They are going to trade up to two. Look at the Bears. They trade up for Trubisky. Yeah. Um, they, they, they couldn't wait. <laughs> I mean, you, you look know, at the worst. I'm looking at examples, hey, you know. Uh, the Bears might trade Mac for that number two pick. We saw debacle. that rumor today. I mean, look at the how much are the – what did the Rams, uh, you know, give uh, – the, they traded the number two overall pick uh, to uh, – who was it? The Redskins, right? So, uh, you know – no, no, no. Uh, who was it? It was like a ridiculous. They got Aaron Donald in the trade. I can't remember off the top of oh, my head. They traded up to number two? Oh. Yeah. Or maybe it no, wasn't. that is not how that works. Aaron Donald was picked after our guy, after uh, Ebron. After Ebron. So I don't know what you're yeah. talking about, but. Well, I'll, I'll um, it'll come back to me in a moment. But there's a history of uh, teams trading up to number two to get a quarterback, and I really feel like it's going to happen this year again. Plus, because I these teams cannot wait for the, to get to the third pick. Plus, because I somebody's like going to leapfrog them. A lot of people are excited about Tua because he represents like he's one of those next gen quarterbacks that can be a threat on the ground and through the air, like all these guys like the Mahomes and the Lamar Jackson types that can run and throw the ball or. Uh, What's his name from the Seahawks, Wilson? So I think he's drumming up a lot of excitement. He's always like people have been excited about him for a long time, and a, a little bump with an injury if he's healthy won't dissuade them. Yeah, hey, I have one quick question about this uh, Tua thing. What if he checks out and he has like amazing pro day and stuff, and he's sitting there for the Lions? Would you? What if they took him? What would you guys think of that? Just, I mean, yeah. not intending, not trading Stafford, but keeping Stafford. But you're also drafting Tua just because he's there and he's the most talented guy. I'd shit my pants. <laughs> I, uh, you know, there is I, a part I, of me that's like that is very interesting, intriguing. I don't like it for the win now, but Stafford is. Uh, he's not a you know spring flower anymore. He's finished two years in a row with a broken back. Uh, it's you yeah. know to have him come and develop behind Stafford is very intriguing. Plus he he shows to have immense upside and I don't know I, there's a part of me that's like damn that would be interesting but uh, if Chase Young's there that's not I don't I don't like that. But. <laughs> oh by the way the yeah. tra- the trade I was thinking of was the Redskins trading up to for RG three number two overall, and the, uh. Red, the Redskins gave up their number six overall pick a second round. 
uh, 39th overall pick, which was Janoris Jenkins. <laughs> no uh, wonder you forgot the details. You're really reaching back in that one. 2013 nice. first rounder and a 2014 first. So the Redskins gave up three first rounders and a second rounder in that pick. And d- uh, just since we're going uh, looking at this trade, Alec, they got Alec Ogletree, Michael Brocker, Stemden Bailey, Zach Stacy, Isaiah Pede, and they pretty much built half uh, half their roster from one trade. <laughs> so that that could be something the Lions look at too at number three. But net number two is really valuable from uh, you know a, a trading for a quarterback, and that's why I really sure. like the Lions' chances to get Chase Young at number three. Because if they do yeah. Chase Young, then we're sitting in the trade hot seat for a trade. You know, every, you, no yeah. one can sit tight and it's wait. Definitely for not as much. Well, Unless the, the only hope, uh, if, if the Lions do want to trade, it, is that someone else falls in love with Justin so Herbert so just as much as the other one. So why, like, does suddenly that mean he that Tua wasn't as desirable as everyone thought, or something? If he what falls past two, I'm saying I'm, I think so. No, a what bit. I'm saying is if if the if they go ahead and take Chase Young at two. And we're sitting there, and two is available. You're saying he's not as valuable anymore, so people aren't going to look to trade to three. I am trying to predict what's going to happen, and I think people are going to trade up to two for a quarterback. No, I agree draft. with that. But you said if I'm saying if it happens the other way, you don't think then people aren't going to want to trade to three. No, I th- I think they will. That was the scenario I just put out. You just said no. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the Lions, if they d- do trade a third pick, I think they can get, you know, the the, the value can vary. Uh, it depends on how badly somebody would want a Tua or a Justin. Uh, Justin Herbert is not out of the question to get drafted ahead of Tua either, so don't leave that out of the equation. That's true. The Bears went up to God for Bisky. That's right? true. Uh, a lot of people really <laughs> liked him out of the Senior Bowl as well. Uh, he left a lot of uh, – yeah. there was a lot of positivity about him coming out of that. Um, you know, the Colts got three second rounders um, when the Jets traded up for Sam Darnold. So that 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 could be a, I mean, there's I don't think there's a team that has three second rounders, but I'm just saying that type of uh, ammunition could be had from trading that third pick. It, it, it's really interesting. If, they, right. Maybe they throw in. If we could trade back at capital and still get a Cuda or Simmons. Oh, that yep. this draft could that's be why dynamite. I, uh, that's why a trade yeah. with um, the Dolphins is so appealing right. because you can fall back to five and still get one of those guys. Or Derek Brown right. on top or yeah. one of those three. I know you uh, – so just a couple other people that they might pick, and there's two inside guys, Derek Brown and Javon yeah. Kinlaw. Kinlaw, who's he? If you don't know Javon Kinlaw, South Carolina. a lot of people like him more than uh, oh, Derek wow. Brown even. Uh, yeah. He's 6'6", 310. Just an absolute beast on the inside, an elite pass rusher. Um, he, he just he he was only he didn't play in a Senior Bowl game, but he practiced eighty uh, percent of the week until he like had a little ankle thing, not a big deal. And he just apparently terrorized every single offensive lineman there. It, it, like man amongst boys, apparently was the nice. Um, a lot of it people seems don't know like that was he'd be high to pick at three though. I've always seen him slotted like middle of the round. Yeah, I mean, really, after the first two picks. It, it, these mock drafts are everywhere. So yeah, I've seen Dirk yeah. Brown. I've seen Kinlaw at three. So to the Lions, it's really all over the place. Either way, if we're in the top five, we're gonna we're gonna get an elite guy. Yeah, yeah. and a can. defender until we go ahead and take Jerry Judy or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess that's a good segue. I'm talking about receivers and the the, the receivers in this draft are real. It's a pretty deep and talented wide receiver class. But I'm curious what you guys think is going to happen um, for the Lions' 35th overall pick in this draft. So this, we're moving on to the second round now. Second round predictions. All right. Um, let's so go to you. I want to go to you, UJ. I want to see what you were thinking in the second round. 
Okay. Uh, you're going to kill me for this one. But uh, K.J. Hamler, wide receiver out of Penn State. Wow, really? I think I we're going to get that one. I'm not, I'm... We're going to get a game-changing speed guy. It's just going to add a dynamic uh, element to our offense, well, much in the way of uh, Tyree Kill, that oh. kind of thing. Tyree. And uh, as a substitute, if uh, it wasn't him, uh, I don't know, Jaron Rieger from TCU, but I kind of like uh, Hamlin. I like him. He's, he's not huge. He's 5'11", about 195, I think. He's not big, but super fast. They're saying a 4'4", in the 40, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's this my second round mock. He might run faster than that. Four, ever, four. That's just projection. Gonna love that. Yeah, if you watch that's any of the Penn State games, he's stuck out like a sore thumb on that offense. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he can be a, like uh, Terry Kill, then hell yeah. Yeah. And what a weapon it, for Stafford, though, man. Think exactly. about it. Ooh. And we saw flashes of it with Marvin Hall, right? Right. Imagine a faster yeah. Marvin Hall. The Hall pass. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Um, I mean, because the thing with these little, little fast receivers is you got to have a guy with an arm and up to, that can throw them open. Otherwise, it's kind of worthless. Because uh, right. we see a lot of these fast guys not paying out well, like uh, John Ross and the Bengals. Uh, Andy Dalton doesn't have quite the arm that a Stafford or a – that's why Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill work so well together because Mahomes has such a big arm. He can t- throw deep to Tyreek Hill and, and stride. Stafford's got a better arm than, than Mahomes, so, you know. Uh, maybe. Uh, yes. <laughs> maybe. Who are maybe. you? Is this drinking the Wu Kool-Aid or drinking the, the golden red Fair Kool-Aid? enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you have Hamler. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. Let's go to you, Bob. All right. Well, I was thinking what would be interesting here. Uh, this isn't my pick, but uh, Julian O'Quara is available. The edge guy from Notre Dame. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, Notre Dame guy. Oh. And he's got a brother. He's got a brother. So you might know. Aquara. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but Romeo. Uh, but I, I didn't go with Aquara. I'm going oh. with the uh, Jordan Elliott from Mizzou. He's an interior lineman. He's supposed to be like, from what I've read, he's like the, if you, if you don't get Derek Brown, he'd be the next guy to get if you're slotting up that interior. And, yeah. and six, we have, uh, six, four, you know, with snacks. Three, 15. Snacks, that, you know, we don't know what his future is. We just got to keep those bodies churning in there. And uh, he's supposed to have a lot of good upside. And uh, I, Jordan Elliott from Mizzou, that's my guy. Interesting. So. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, right. I like I like the going defense. Uh, I like that. Yeah, he's the fifth. Sure. At least I'm, I'm looking at CBS Sports rankings here. He's the fifth overall um, D lineman. So that, that's definitely a possibility. I think that. I think that's a little too high to draft uh, him based on what where I've seen his value, because uh, I've seen him ranked in the sixties on a lot of uh, draft boards. But I, it would be interesting. I, I would need to learn more about him still. I don't know fully about him yet, uh, so I guess we will see. Well, it's I, interesting. I pick. take exception to your analysis. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How about you, Rod Dog? Okay. Second round. So uh, we get Chase Young in the first round. Second round. I'm excited because it's going to be no other than J.K. Dobbins, Ohio State mm. running back. Ooh. That dude, yeah, he's he's dynamite on the field. He doesn't have that last gear to, you know, necessarily always hit home runs, but he might hit them just because his first gear is so explosive, and he has a second gear. 
But, like, the guy can do it all. He can catch passes like a receiver. He's got great cutting and power through the hole. I, I would be super psyched. And with our running back situation, uh, you can't trust carry on to stay healthy. Nope. At this or point. productive. Or productive. Well, I mean, I, I think if he stays healthy, he stays productive. But, yeah, I know he didn't show too hot this year. And then, I mean, we st- we still don't know for sure what we got out of both. I still I think he'll be good, but he's not your primary back. And then uh, I liked uh, what's his name? Our little guy. Uh, Ty Johnson. What? Ty Johnson. No, I like Ty Johnson. Who's the little guy? Oh, J.D. McKissick. J.D. McKissick. But like he could fill the J.D. McKissick role as a rookie, as your gadget guy to go out take passes out of the backfield, but also d- be a you know a good run between the tackles guy. I think he would just really sure up our run game and potentially give a great upside to it. And if he's sitting there at the second pick, I would be excited about grabbing him. Yeah, I'd be uh, excited about having him on the team for sure. I, yeah. I I was close to picking DK Dobbins. I really was, and I I, I went I went with somebody else. I can't believe UJ didn't pick this guy. I'm actually shocked, uh, considering how much you like JJ Watt, or not. Yeah, yeah. No, not JJ Watt. TJ Watt. Sorry, there's too many yeah. damn Watts in the league. Uh, this guy's very much in the same mold. Maybe not quite as dominant college, but I mean, very explosive linebacker out of Wisconsin. Uh, his name is Zach Bond. Bond. Uh, he was actually Z. He was my ultimate pick. Man. Ah, I yeah. Uh-huh. I swear to God, I did not <laughs> forget about that guy. Very much That's in the me. same mold. Uh, played a very similar position at Wisconsin. Uh, this year at fifty-three uh, tackles, twelve and a half sacks, which was ninth in the country. Forced a couple fumbles, had a pick. Uh, Wisconsin had one of the top defenses in the country. Uh, and you know, I I don't. I, it's it's tough to get. You know, watch tape on all these guys, but you you know you listen to all these uh, scouts that run their podcasts um, that actually take the time to learn. And uh, you know, they say he because I was listening to one recently. Uh, moving the sticks is with da- uh, Daniel Jeremiah, who was a former NFL GM, and what he was saying is that because they were comparing Kenneth Murray, who's projected to be a first round linebacker, but that his tape he uh, you know he's he's good in a lot of areas, but not a lead in anything. Nothing popped off the tape. When they watched Bond on tape, they said maybe he wasn't quite as athletic in some areas, but there were some games that he would just take over on the defense, and that's what I like to see, that that high upside, and you can get that in the second round. And God only knows we need it at the linebacker position in this <laughs> defense. For the love of yeah, God. Yeah, we do. I know this 6'3", is, yeah. 235, he fits the mold. We get this guy, please. I know this is one source, but I, I love to do it often because it's just a good place to get like a bunch of information. And Walter Football has him as projected fourth to sixth round. Where no. are, you, are you seeing higher? No way. No, no, no. I, yeah, he's 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 middle no second round to high second round. Yes, he's in the he's in the forties. Uh, I'm just asking where you're seeing your projections. Well, I mean, at this point, it all means nothing. But yeah, I mean, I I look at like you know overall rankings too on uh, like uh, ESPN or things of that nature. So. Uh, on CBS, he's ranked 43rd overall. Uh, so it, it really depends on, like you said, where you look. But Bond's ranked as the second highest outside linebacker on nice. ESPN here. I like, uh, the, I opinion, I like though, the size. Walter, I think Walter is kind of dropping the ball on a lot of their stuff, or they don't update or something because, uh, you know, comparing to other sites, uh, they seem to be off. Yeah. Uh, it's the so you got to take everything with a grain of salt anyway. It's all opinion, I know. Yeah, I know. You're right. That uh, um, I think uh, Quinn way, Quinn uh, said that they were happy with their linebacking core. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that could be another Because, <laughs> by the way, Walter Football has us getting Chase Young, so you might want to hope he's right. And don't oh, be. I they're wrong in everything. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. Well, this might go into my the third round, I guess. Uh, was Was there any other considerations that you guys had in the second round here that you know you uh, toyed around with? Oh, you, a lot? You, you you already called out my uh, yeah. second option, so uh, that that would have been my second option. Yeah, and I had Okwara as my second. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really have anybody else. You're do- J.K. Dobbins or nothing there's, at all. There's, huh? No, there's a handful of <laughs> there's a handful of D <laughs> linemen in that range that another I'd running be happy back that with, I, lot, but I don't know anything about him yet. Another so. running back that a lot of people have talked about going to the Lions and mock drafts is DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. A lot of people, a l- some people have him as their highest ranked running back in this draft. In the second, yeah. Oh, that'd be. Cool. Most people don't think he'll be there then. Yeah, I mean that you know you never know like with Swift. running backs in the draft. Uh, because a lot of people think it's yeah. you know it's it's too much value to draft one in the first round, and then that's why a lot of them go in the second round. And it's what teams want yeah. a running back too. There's different you know there's types of running backs. Yeah, there's Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Uh, th- I mean these are just. All I like, love that kid. Oh, he'd I be awesome. Watch him though, not be very good. I don't trust Wisconsin running backs. They always run behind yeah. these monster O lines, and you never really know what they're going to do in the NFL because they when they actually have to like kind of work for the yards more. Melvin Gordon turned out pretty good. He turned out all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they do decide to go running back in the second round, though, I think they'll have a, their pick of the litter pretty much. Yeah, it should. I think there's going to be a couple there. I, I, I don't think they will. But another possible linebacker uh, out of LSU, six one two twenty seven, Patrick Queen. Uh, that's another that name I've seen float around. That doesn't sound like it fits our scheme I, at all. Patrick Queen's going to go in the first round. Maybe. Maybe. And when do we are we <laughs> looking for we little know. linebackers? I mean, he well, said that's, that. that's like a weak side three or four three linebacker. That's not really what they've been going for. Might. But by the way, this draft is loaded with the types of bodies like they they target. Because like, that was the whole thing last year when they picked Tavai. Uh, he was the only big bodied linebacker in the draft. Yeah. And they grabbed him at two. But like this year, it, there is a gluttony of six four two forty plus linebackers. And and if we're looking for um, other cornerbacks to possibly you know draft, say we don't get a Cuda, but we still need one. Other names are out there. Probably a first rounder is Trevon Diggs from Alabama, C.J. Henderson uh, out of Florida, Bryce Hall out of Virginia. I've seen him to the Lions in a few mock drafts as well in the second round, and A.J. Terrell from Clemson. I hope it's not. I can't remember off the top of my head who A.J. Terrell is, but I hope it's not the guy that was playing uh, who, who's number one on Clemson. <laughs> All right, so. We're going to move on to the third round now. Uh, so let's go to you, UJ. Uh, who do you got the Lions taking in the third round? You're the one that wanted third to take round. this mock early, way too early mock draft at three rounds, so you're going to go first. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you who I want to take. <laughs> we're going to build up that uh, – we're going to keep building up our own line. I'm taking Logan Stenberg, guard out of Kentucky, 6'6", 322 mm. pounds, Ooh. monster. Vicious player, plays with attitude. He's going to be awesome. You think he'll be there? Uh, well, you know, he's a guard, you know, and they might fall. I'm hoping, but uh, yeah, that's that's my choice. I think he may be there. I know he's one of the higher ranked guards in the draft. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a chance he won't be there, but in my mock, he's there. So <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> that's the important thing. Damn it, he's there. 
Um, That's what I'm taking, man. I'm gonna keep, we're gonna keep building that line. I mean, we're gonna lose Glasgow probably, and uh, but we're gonna need to do something to keep that line uh, building from the uh, through the draft. You know, we have we have to keep building through the draft. We I'm, have really to. I'm really surprised we're not re-signing uh, uh, Glasgow. I am too, and I'm kind of bummed about it. But yeah, it doesn't look like he will be back. It's matter. all about how they use their resources and. Uh, and that, hey, Red Dog, it's, like we were talking earlier today, remember before the Quinn era, you know, and people are still down on Quinn and Patricia and all that stuff. But remember, we were always, every year in cap hell, every year, man. Like, well, we couldn't do much of anything. Mm-hmm. But say what you will about Quinn and Patricia, and, and they drafted decently, and uh, maybe they could, you know, miss on a few, but uh, our, cap, uh, our cap is looking great. We we have options. We can do things. We we can maneuver. Yeah, a lot we more could never do a lot more flexible. Never could do that before, you know. So you look at it from that way, and uh, I think you'll appreciate a lot of what they're doing right now. And so. on top of that, we're more talented than we were in the past when we were also skip, cap draft. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go to you, Bob. Uh, what, who do you have the Lions taking in the third round? Okay. I gave a lot of love to the defense in the first two picks. I went, you know, quarterback and lineman. Yeah. Now this one, third round, the local kid from Detroit, Michigan, Cast Tech High, Michigan Wolverines, Donovan Peoples Jones, oh, wide receiver. Boy. Oh boy, that would be so fun watching him and Stafford. This guy's got great hands, great instincts for the ball, and he's fast as hell. I think he'd be fun. Well, I you're, think fans would love you're him a too. Michigan fan. Wouldn't he like disappear at times in a lot of those Michigan games? Yeah, but he had Shea Patterson throwing to him, too. I think <laughs> You speak so I, highly I like of him, though. I like him a lot myself. I think he'd be great on the Lions. Yeah, I mean, he was so. – uh, I think he was the top receiver in his uh, recruit, recruiting class. Is that correct? Like, I, like There was, like, I Julio Jones comparisons to him at times coming out of high school. Uh, maybe it didn't come to I like that. Fru- fruition cool, in college. But, you know, like you said, uh, he had – did he have Brandon – Peters throwing to him first. Uh, you know, it's been a swath uh, yeah, of he's, quarterbacks. He's, he's had a few people throwing to him, but uh, but um, yeah, and he's he's had some injuries, but I, I think he's going to be uh, a good pro. I don't so hate I, it, and, C- and that's who CBS has the Lions taking in the third round as well, actually. And he's Ooh. from Detroit too, which is cool. A cast Tech kid, you know, I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I I don't hate it necessarily, especially. I think a lot of people at the Lions taking a wide receiver in the third round, especially because they know that Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay are in the last year of their contracts this year. Yeah. Um, it'll yeah. be interesting to see if the Lions extend Kenny Galladay this offseason. Though they also have been known to hit on gold in like the fourth round, a.k.a. Kenny Galladay. So. Galladay is third rounder. Third rounder. Oh, you're right. So this would be the, yeah. this would be the, the territory Damn, for a wide receiver. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of someone else. Anyways, let's go on. So uh let's go to you, Rod Dog. Who do you got? Third. So I have and you know, I've so we got the D lineman. We picked up an offensive weapon. I'm gonna sh- aim to shore up the, the linebacking core now with uh Troy Dye, linebacker out of Oregon. Dude's six four. He's not heavy yet, he's like two twenty five, get him an NFL weight program that could change, but he's Supposed to be real athletic and good in coverage, and as we've seen with our linebackers this year, we need help in coverage from our linebackers. So, uh, I, I we need all the help we can get linebacker for that matter. So I put him behind uh, 
Chase Young. We could have a nice young uh, defensive core building up there, along with Cherry Flowers, of course. Yeah, yeah I like him. Um, he's he's a line linebacker help. Huh? <laughs> I don't know much about him, but I yeah. agree with that. We, yeah, how do you how do you, how do you come upon how do you come upon that pick? WalterFootball.com. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, we when we decided to go into third round, I'm like, I have not studied that deep yet in this draft. So I just liked it. I, he had that at his pick, and I just looked at all the other players around, and a, he had a six four linebacker going to us, and I liked, I, I liked that pick. I think it fits what we need really well. So yeah, I stuck with it. I think in this draft, the perfect spot to pick a you know a top talented wide receiver is that third round i really like that territory for us here and there's a lot of guys you can choose from you you mentioned donovan people's jones uh brian edwards out of south carolina there's tyler johnson out of minnesota tore up penn state we could have two ty johnsons <laughs> yeah well this is tyler johnson yeah but we can call him ty <laughs> um devin Deverney out of texas um michael Pittman out of usc and Chase Claypool from Notre Dame is another one. Uh, Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow, shocker. No, I mean, Notre he's Dame. a good player. He's not so, a speedster, but he's a big body. So, so are we saying that Travis Fulgham experiment is over? <laughs> I mean, it's not over, but it's not You got to give him a fighting promise. chance, right? Yeah. Um, if I had to pick somebody for the Lions in the third round here, and this would just be hoping that he fell to us, is uh, Tyler Johnson out of Minnesota. That might be – he might be gone at this point in the draft. There's a very good chance. Uh, but if he is available, the Lions should grab him immediately. I just love what I saw out of him in college. Um, what type of receiver is he? he? He's a thicker guy. He's 6'2", 205. Uh, but, man, his hands are elite. The really? guy does not drop the ball. And so he you wins see 50, him filling battles. in that third receiver spot, though, as a rookie? Yeah, because uh, that's kind of what we need right now is someone who can do something that those other. Well, guys the hope can't is that do. the Lions bring back Amendola again. True, because he was a perfect third wide receiver for Stafford. So what, rotating with the outside guys? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Uh, someone that can, uh, you know, got you know, there's there's always injuries and and things of that nature too that you take into consideration. Having a guy like that, um, in the fold ready to go. I, so I, I I like the Lions taking. The other guy I wrestled with was Chase Claypool, just because that's a big guy they can use in the red zone. Dude's gifted. But God forbid they use a guy, a tall guy in the red zone and throw it to him like Jesse James <laughs> that we never utilized. <laughs> yeah, right. Fight it all in the God red zone. Forbid. Oh, there are any one for them. I mean, geez, just toss it up. Yeah. Do you, I want the Lions offense to be like the Titans uh, in terms of the red zone. The, the Titans are scoring 90%. A touchdown rate in the red zone in the that. last half of the season. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Scored 90% of the, uh, 90% of the time they got into the red zone, they scored a touchdown. I want them to be better. I want them 99.9% <laughs> and only miss once <laughs> exactly. just for fun. <laughs> just to make it seem more realistic. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that's our you know way too early uh, three-round uh, mock yeah. draft. A lot of names thrown out there. So it just is, uh, you know, blue Kool-Aid drinkers to get your – you know, brains rattling around for names out there and start, you know, hammering it down, uh, you know, and hit us up on Instagram or Twitter and, you know, let us know, uh, you know, what, what who do you think the Lions are going to take in the first uh, round or the second round or hell, even the third round like we brought up in this yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, hey, did, did you Jake get his breaking news? Yeah, that's what I wanted right to on. get to. You know, uh, it, it, he turned his phone back on. He, he got the me- – he got the, uh, you know, messages from his sources, and now I want to know what, what, what is well. your – 
unverified, uh, you, you know, uh, you know, what's your breaking? I, now, I, you know, I, I can't tell you. This comes from a unnamed source who I obviously cannot name. Got to protect the source. Uh, but uh, an inside source, someone close to the king. And the word is, it's going to be a shocking, shocking revelation. But uh, the Lions are going to trade Kenny Galladay to the Los Angeles no. Rams. What? First and a second round pick, and uh, they're running back to Todd uh, Gurley. Just a yep. second round pick? Oh, we get Todd Gurley in return? Gurley in a second round pick? Yes. That would have to be considered. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. The, Ram, the Rams want more receiving power for Goff, and the Lions want to run more. And uh, so she getting Gurley on the team. Are the Rams going to pay the contract of Todd Gurley? Because he's getting fifteen million a year. Kind of well, gonna, poison. It's it's going to be creative financing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, I didn't see that one coming, and our listeners definitely <laughs> won, and the rest of the league tomorrow will also not be not know what's coming. We I can't wait to see Kenny Galladay and Todd Gurley trending tomorrow. On social media. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Yep, heard it here yeah, first. That's right. That's right. Wow. And we don't make up rumors on this podcast. We never do that. Never. <laughs> so if you waited around for that, you got a hell of a surprise. Uh, you have the sickness worse than we do if you wait around for that. <laughs> we, do, we do have a sickness here, right? <laughs> Drinking the blue Kool Aid. Oh, yeah. The sickness is that we uh, are Lions fans and. Uh, Blasphemy. We can't, we can't help ourselves. No we cure for that. Sickness. Totally lost. I want, I want to meet the source, you know, off air, though. I want to meet him. Yeah. I can't believe you've know, known somebody inside, close to Bob Quinn, inside the Lions system, and you've held it Ooh, back yeah. from us. You bastard. Yeah, well, yeah, they don't hey, want I'm me to speak that public, you know. <laughs> All right. So yeah. I think that's going to wrap it up for us here on uh, Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We really appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're really getting into it now. 2020 season is underway. 2019. So long. Didn't happen. Uh, well, it happened. <laughs> it's a character building here, right? Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. A lot of moral victories last year. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. No. So, but anyways, regardless, we are going forward. Um, we're getting ready for the Lions uh, Super Bowl March. And I, I can't wait to be celebrating a Super Bowl victory. See, I, that is next the one year. thing that people don't realize. Same here, baby. Year. When we said the Lions were going to win a Super Bowl, we weren't saying this year. Yeah, people got to listen. Yeah, they got to pay more attention to what we said. But we <laughs> meant this in 2020. So. And when we said it two years yeah. ago when we started the podcast, Shut we up. meant this year. <laughs> yeah, duh. The people were not. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, thank you everybody for listening. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Uh, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please hit us up on there and, you know, let us know what your thoughts are in this early process of the draft. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great rest of your week. And last but not least, as always, Go, go the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain
a lion's victory. Go! Go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.